0: Welcome to Love Punch, challenging entrepreneurs, artists, and thought leaders to make a lasting impact. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to take bold action and create massive impact through a powerful process that I call CPR courage, persistence, and resilience to go after what you really fucking want. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready and let's make shit happen. Hey everyone, it is time for another real as fuck conversation. And today I'll be diving in with Samantha Skelly. Now, Samantha is an entrepreneur, motivational speaker, bestselling author, and emotional eating expert. As founder of Hungry for Happiness, a movement to empower women to overcome their disordered eating and body image issues, Samantha has revolutionized the weight loss industry by examining the individual underlying causes of eating disorders. She has shared her mission on an international platform with appearances on Global TV, Shaw, NBC, and CBC. And in 2013, Samantha was awarded top 24 under 24 in 2014. She was named a finalist for best emerging entrepreneur by small business, BC. Samantha continues to spread her message and transform the lives of thousands of people through her program. Motivational Speaking Engagements, the Hungry for Happiness podcast, worldwide international retreats, and her best-selling book, Hungry for Happiness, One Woman's Guide from Fighting Food to Fighting Freedom. Now, Sam and I first met in 2015 at the Archangel Summit in Los Angeles, and uh, she's a fellow Canadian. So welcome to the show, Sam. I'm super stoked to jump into a juicy conversation with you.
1: Thanks for having me, girl. Gosh, you're you're great at those intros. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, like, awkwardly happened? fumbled my way through that. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: it's a pretty impressive bio, Sam, you have to admit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I always love connecting with my fellow Canadians who are doing amazing things, and your fellow Canadian who's on the same part of the globe as me, pretty much, mm-hmm. almost. I know.
1: Yeah, which means we need
0: to hang out more.
1: <laughs> I know, right? That's what I was thinking right before we started recording. I'm like, we are so overdue for a little Sam and Ruby time.
0: Yeah, long <laughs> overdue. Well, um look, we've both been doing like this work that we're doing for enough years to understand that, you know, our personal expansion plays a massive role and a massive impact on our ability to expand our businesses and our movements and our legacies. But you brought something up today that I felt was so interesting. And it was about personal and spiritual development and the fight between the two. So let's Mm -hmm. jam on this.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. I uh so I was brought up in a very like developmentally progressive household in the sense of like I was, you know, we were doing like goal lists from when I was like super young. My dad would play Tony Robbins in the car at a very young age and so I I just kind of like grew up in that, you know, in that whole in that whole realm and it was all about like thinking our way to get there and thinking our way there and 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 sharpening our mind and and motivation and all of that kind of stuff. And as I've gotten older, I realized that When I'm doing that, when I'm so focused on being mentally strong and mindset and this, that, and the other, it's it's not allowing me to listen to my soul. It's not allowing my body to guide, my intuition to guide. And so I've been releasing the importance of personal development and and stepping deeper into spiritual development and and getting just more aligned with my soul because – when i'm in that like heavy state of personal development and just like focus 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 hustle 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 go 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 i my soul is literally silenced like i can't hear it but when i stop that which scared the shit out of me when i first started mm-hmm. because i'm like oh, what do you mean like i felt sa- i felt safety in the hustle and i felt safety in the force and i'm like if i relinquish that and i stop doing that i'm going to be a failure and i'm not going to succeed at anything and and my soul was like I'm dying. Stop going so fast. And so I was like, oh, okay. I hear you, soul. I hear you. So I started to like slowly backpedal like the force and the thinking and the mindset work. And I was like, what does my soul want? What like what what would it be for me to develop my soul? And so much of that was like. Sam, slow down. Sam, create more space. Sam, breathe. Sam, stop doing that. Don't read that book. Don't listen to that thing. Don't go to that seminar. Just be, just be, just be, which is so counterintuitive to everything that I've learned. And I realized that so much of my personal development work was was motivated by fear, right? So we're either motivated by love or fear. So much of it is like, I need to do this because if I don't do this, then I'm not going to be successful, which is like that very fear-based motivation. And it's so opposite to the soul work of like, I'm going to like, like motivation from love is like, there's, there's like a non-doing in that. And so mm-hmm. it's truly, you know, that the personal development and spiritual development literally are going head to head. One's like, think your way out of this. And the other one's just like feel and be and don't do anything. And so, um, I realized that so many people that I worked with you know with my with my company hungry for happiness the something I heard more than anything in the world is like. Am I there yet? When am I going to mm-hmm. get there? Thinking that, the, thinking that the more books they read, they're going, to, they're going to get to this place where they're there and they've achieved it. And then they'll have the six-figure business and the white picket fence and the bo- whatever, right? But I'm like, there is no there. Like, there's absolutely no there. All there is is a here. And rather than trying to get something, we just need to let go and untangle everything we're not to discover, mm-hmm. like, who, the truth of who we really are. And that's the path of spiritual development. And that's what I'm more jazzed on these days than, uh, than personal development.
0: Mm, and it's super interesting to hear that from you because I have, have been in the world of like spiritual growth before personal growth. Mm-hmm. And so everything that I do has a spiritual foundation. I'm anchored into it all the time. And so to hear you speak of it in this way where you're almost like, it's it's like you're really defining it differently. And I would really love for you to share with our listeners how you personally, define personal development and how you define spiritual development, just so we make sure everyone's on on the same page here.
1: Yeah. So I would say like personal development is like this idea that there's something that you need to constantly learn, consume, be, step into, progress into. It's very like progressive and very forward moving. Um, it, it's it's m- much more like stimulating the mind, consumption of information, like so much consumption, 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 um, developing growth, education, that. And then spiritual development is more of like the stillness, the integration, the being, the feeling, the growing through the feeling. Um, something that I say constantly in our community is you need to feel in order to heal. And so often we try and think our way out of things, especially with the the, the women that I work with. They struggle with disordered eating. And so, so many of them have read all the books, they've listened to all the podcasts, they've gone to all the seminars, and they're trying to think their way out of disordered eating. And it just doesn't work. We have to feel our way through it. And so, so often what we try and do with personal development is we're, we're externalizing an internal issue. So we're just basically putting a bandaid on a bullet wound, trying to "Quote unquote," get better. When really, what we truly need to do is get into our bodies and heal the emotionality from the inside out. And that's the trap that so many people get into because it's perpetuated in the industry, the personal development industry. A lot, you know. I'm generalizing completely, of Mm -hmm. course, but like there's so many people that are like, you just need to do this, and you just need to go here, and you just need to buy this, and you just need to do this, right? And there's Mm -hmm. there's so much that like we're so um we're we're so conditioned to think that consumption is the way to transformation, when really, in my opinion, and 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 how I've been able to create transformations in my clients, it's the complete opposite. And it's about the letting go and the releasing and the stillness and the being and more of the feeling and more of like, hey, what's really going on? That I need to feel through, so that I can get back in alignment and grow from that place. Because when we're trying to grow, when we're not integrated and we're not in alignment, we're just throwing shit at a wall, right? We're just like, I'm just gonna do everything, and hopefully, like, something will will go will go well. But when we're when we get back in our bodies and we listen to what we we truly need, and we align that direction, then anything we do from that place, coming from a place of love, is going to be exponentially greater than us just taking action out of fear. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I totally hear you. And you know, for me, I look at you mentioned the word industry. I see it as an industry, right? There's the per- there's personal development if if that was that's what we want to call it. Personal development, the industry, but there's also an industry around spiritual development. There's an industry around spirituality that I feel is also causing more people to bypass their personal responsibilities, right? So it kind of goes hand in hand. The right. way that I coach or work with my tribe and my clients is a lot of, it's a fuse of both, right? It's like understanding your personal responsibilities and what you have control over. So controlling what is controllable in your life Mm -hmm. and then really feeling in and understanding what it is that your soul needs and understanding what it is that, that you as an individual actually want aside from what this industry is telling you what you want. Mm -hmm. So rather than like, I don't, necessarily see personal development as fear-based when you understand what it is that you're running towards. But I feel like with spiritual development, that in itself can create a sense of complacency in people. You know, some people will start to get into the, well, I'm just going to sit and meditate until the answers come. Right, and then they right, fail to, right, to right. change yes. they fail to yes. integrate, you know, mm-hmm. and they stay in kind of that fluffy space, the fluffy headspace of like, I'm just going to wait for these things to land in my lap and I'm just going to manifest things. And I'm just going to do more plant medicine and have more awakenings. <laughs> and it's like. I mean, this I love is a that you real said. fucking plague. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a real thing. Like, I know a lot of people who are like doing ayahuasca on the fucking reg, like every single month, and it's like, dude, like you're you're cracked open. Yeah, you you have every you have access to everything mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so I always feel like it's the combination of action and stillness and then the core meat of it which is something that you and I really agree upon and and I know both of us say this so much it's the integration and the being the thing you know like integrate what you learn don't just fucking read a ton of books and attend all these events and like do a bunch of plant medicine and not integrate what came up for you
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love I love that you said that I love that you said that. And it's the um, it, the personal accountability piece is the biggest thing. Like we, we have to look at it as like case by case by case by case situation, right? Like are you being honest with yourself and ask yourself, okay, am I doing personal development from a place of fear or am I doing it to get to the information to then take responsibility for it, to integrate it, to actually see change, right? Because we can get caught in like destination addiction, Right. And that 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 that's what tends to happen when we're when we get in that space of like more, 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 more and more. But you're totally right. You're absolutely right. It's like it's like the balance of both, because, you know, where I live in Encinitas, that archetype that you just talked about is so. (laughs) It literally (laughs) makes me laugh because it, it is just so incredibly scary and incredibly common of like these people doing like they do ayahuasca more than they fucking brush their teeth and and then they wonder why they're feeling untethered it's because they get so blown out and they're addicted to the destination of what that is and you're absolutely right we see that we see that narrative of like how personal development and how spiritual development can go wrong when there is that lack of personal accountability yeah
0: mhm yeah definitely and it's with that personal accountability, that's where our power lies. That's yeah. where the ownership piece is, right? It's like owning your shit and understanding that, yes, it is uh it is very beneficial to have that belief in a higher power. I strongly believe in this. In fact, I never I never work with clients if they don't have some sort of a belief in some higher power. That, you know, having faith, mm-hmm. having belief in something that is bigger than you. But then there's also so much power that comes from you owning your shit, you owning Mm -hmm. your power, you controlling what is controllable right? and having that awareness within you to, to change what you can change, to shift what you can shift, to learn what you need to learn and to fucking integrate. That's it
1: girl. That's it. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? It's, it's, I I was such a, I I was just like in an illusion of just like doing the things and thinking that I was progressing um, and, and I, I just got caught up in doing that, right? Like I was, I was treating my morning routine like a, okay, if I get up and I read and I meditate and I do this and I do all the things and I, 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 check it all off, then I'm going to quote unquote, be better, get better, whatever that is. And I'm like, hang on a second. I'm, I'm doing this out of fear. And, and it's like, we don't, we don't know that until we actually check in with ourselves. And so it's like, that's where we're like the kindness towards the self needs to be so on point of like am I being kind to myself or am I just doing this to distract myself from whatever it is mm-hmm. and we, we all know the term like spiritual by I don't know if we all know the term but this is the whole spiritual bypassing term yes. it's not mine I forget I don't know who created that but
0: yeah check out the episode between me and Danielle on this podcast about spiritual bypassing but yeah Sam go on yeah so
1: so it's the it, it's that concept of like am I missing the point here like what is the point? What what am I stepping over because I'm scared to acknowledge that is actually going to be the catalyst to my transformation and is actually going to be the thing that allows me to grow, right? Our power is within our pain. It's so within our pain. And so mm-hmm. when, when we can when we can settle into it and feel through that, that allows us to transform. And so it's not about all the things that we have to do in order to get. "Quote unquote better," you know. We have to remember we're not problems that need to be fixed, but it's truly about like mm-hmm. what is really real for us at the core. What are we needing to feel into in order to grow?
0: Yeah, and and what is it again? We need not what people are telling us. We need mm-hmm. what is it that you need? You know, and mm-hmm. I love that you brought up the morning routine because that's just one example of us getting into the habit. Yeah versus the ritual. It's it's us getting into the doing versus the being. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do all these things, then I'll, I'll feel this. It's like, no, how about you just be it? Be it now. What can you do to be it? What can you do to embody this in this moment? What can you do to bring that into your body and into your mind and into your spirit right now? Because when we get caught up in the doing of all the things that we think we need to be doing, we're missing the fucking point. We're exactly. missing we're missing the being piece.
1: That's right. That's right. And it's 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 easy to miss the point constantly because we live in a world that is just constantly missing the point. Right. So it, it takes this like heightened level of awareness for us to go, hang on a second. The purpose of this entire experience is to experience it, not to skip steps and move to the next thing and borrow trouble from the future and live in time. It is to be in it, fully in it. And, you know, it takes, it takes such effort and intention to really choose that. You know, I think there's decisive decision making is something that I was, I've been really working on this year of like deciding that I'm worthy, deciding to raise my standards, deciding that I'm not going to hustle for my worth. And instead, I'm going to embody this like queen energy of just knowing that I'm worthy. It's it's such a conscious decision. And if I let my body just go on default mode, it will revert back to my old ways of being because I've been that way for, you know, a couple decades now. And so it, it, it mm-hmm. truly is the power is in like the choice. Like I'm going to choose this. This is my standard. This is my way of being. This is what I stand for. And I'm not going to go on default mode and go back to what I've always done.
0: Right. And and everyone has this default mode. Yeah. Everyone listening, you all have a default mode. And that default is what you've been running on the old programming, the old fears, the old shit, the old bullshit you've been carrying around for so long that has an imprint on your being and your default when it comes to making a decision, making a choice, you're going to go towards your default. So yes, it feels like it takes more effort. Yes, it feels like it takes more of a conscious effort because it does in that moment to make these choices that Sam's talking about, to choose, well, what choice can I make right now that is going to lead me to be what it is that I'm striving to be? Mm. Or what choice can I make right now that's going to lead me in the direction I really want to go in versus like just constantly running away from the shit I don't want Definitely. You know, it's a different energy. It's a different vibration.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it, girl. And it's so interesting. Vibration and frequency has been something that I – uh it's so funny. I'm just going to give a quick example, but like I grew up like in a very religious household. And so I don't know if you know, like that acronym or whatever. Is that an acronym? Like what would Jesus do kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And then we'd like, and then i would be like, Oh, okay. What would Jesus do? Let me like figure that out. Right. I, do, do you remember that?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So like yeah, people used to wear a little band. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. It's so funny. And so now <clears throat> it's my whole thing is like, what is going to be best for my frequency? What is going to be best for my frequency from like the water that I drink to the bed that I sleep in, to the clothes that I put on to the fucking essential oils that I burn, (laughs) whatever it is, it's like, is this going to raise my frequency? Cause I'm so clear. I'm so, so clear that anything that I do is like, is a behavior that's created through the frequency that I am in in that moment. And so Mm -hmm. What I need to take full responsibility for that whole like ownership thing is like raising that so that I don't have to manage my behaviors. My behaviors are a byproduct of me just being in alignment with the frequency that I choose to be in. And so that has been one of the biggest shifts in my life this past like 12 months of like really being honest with myself and asking myself – if I choose to do this or this, what's going to be better for my frequency? And then that's the filter I bring it through rather than like pros, cons. Should I, should I not? It's that. And then it's felt sense of like, what actually feels exciting. And the thing that feels exciting is always the thing that's going to raise my frequency.
0: Mm, Yeah. You know, it's like firing, following the thing that lights you up, Mm -hmm. following the things that excite you the most Mm -hmm. and doing only those things and letting everything else go. Because like, why the fuck are you holding on to those other things Mm -hmm. that are, you know, quite frankly, draining you, depleting you of your energy. Mm. And and that, you know, ties into this world of personal development and spiritual development. It's like, don't do all the things because people are telling you to do all the things. Do the things that actually resonate mm. for you, mm. you know, like there, we talk about daily rituals and one of my daily rituals that is one of my biggest non-negotiables is working out. And for me, working out is my like, come to Jesus, like right. <laughs> pray right, to right. God have my downloads, Mm -hmm. connect with spirit moment. Like I just do when I work out, when I'm in that space, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, meditation doesn't always provide that for me. I'm not against it, but it just doesn't. Visualization on the other hand is something I love to do Mm -hmm. too. Sometimes I just call it daydreaming, but Mm -hmm. it's like finding the things that excite Mm -hmm. you and light you up Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, finding your jam and then sticking to that because everyone's frequency is
1: different. Right. Right. And, you know, sometimes it it doesn't have to be so spiritual, you know, like raising our frequency, Mm -hmm. like sometimes just like taking off all my clothes and putting on Spice Girls and just like jamming out in my bedroom is like the thing that I choose (laughs) to, you know, to raise my frequency that day. Or maybe it's, writing poetry is something that I like, love so much. And that raises my frequency. Or yeah, I'm totally Mm -hmm. with you on the whole working out front, like a nice CrossFit class or whatever. I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. I'm such a better person when I do this, or, you know, spending time Mm -hmm. with my partner, whatever it is, I'm like, I'm going to choose. And you know, it's so funny, as as we were talking about this, it's like, when we look at it, when we actually zoom out, it's like, do the things that make you feel good. And don't do the things that make you feel bad. It's like such common sense. Right. But because we live in a culture where we're so addicted to the struggle and we think that in order for things, in order for good things to come into our lives, it has to be hard because we're just socially or I am, was socially conditioned that way. And a lot of people are of like it has to be hard for like good things come to those who wait and work hard. You know, it's like it's like what if we just remove all of that and just follow this whole very simple concept of do the things that light you up and let go of the things that don't. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what if you were to just wake up today and say, hey, I choose to feel good today.
1: Right. Right. Yes.
0: Life-changing. Ugh. And you do that and you rinse and repeat every single day. I mean, this is one of the things that I have done to to help manage my depression. You know, like I speak to it. I choose in, in almost – every single morning I make a choice, right? How I want to feel. And then throughout the day, I make intentions of what I want to do with whatever it is that I'm doing, even social media. Like I am someone who you'll see stories. Um, I do lives, but I'm not super regular because I am such a, in the moment person. I am so into my private moments Mm. with my friends with my loved ones Mm -hmm. that I don't feel a need to always put it out there. So I'm hyper, hyper intentional with everything that I do. And that's how I keep connected to my spirit, to my soul. Because to me, it feels soul sucking and draining to just put everything on social Mm -hmm. media. But that's just one example of like, for some people that works for them, for others, it doesn't. So it's like, you've got to find your way, navigate through this you know, quote, unquote, industry of personal and spiritual development, hold on to the things that really resonate with you. And don't be afraid to let go of the shit that doesn't. Just because it works for 20 other people in your life doesn't mean that it has to work right. for you. Or it doesn't mean that it, you're wrong because it doesn't work for you.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I like – it's so funny. Like my ego gets sucked into this whole social media thing of like, you have to put everything online. If you don't put everything online, Mm -hmm. then you're going to fall behind. And I like see some of my friends. I'm like, Oh my God, they're fucking doing stories every five seconds. Like I suck. I'm sorry. And and I'm like, I brought it back to like sacredness the other day. And I'm like, there's so Mm -hmm. many great things happening in my life, but they're so sacred. And I just want them to be mine. I don't want them Mm -hmm. to be on social media right now, you know? And it's like, It feels good. And it's like going back to that whole thing of like, let's not keep up with the Joneses, but let's just do what our soul wants. And from that, that's where the greatest, you know, we'll be able to attract anything we want when we choose that path versus I'm going to do this just because everyone else is doing it. And I'm scared that I'm going to fall behind if I don't.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And like feeling and judging yourself and feeling Mm -hmm. wrong because you're doing it differently, you know? And I think that that I, I don't know about you, but I think everyone in the personal and spiritual development industry, I think this industry has the highest amount, the highest number of judgmental people. <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like check your shit, dude. There's so much judgment being thrown around. But the way I look at it is like there's no right way to do this work because it's your yeah. work. You know, it's so unique and sacred to you. So you get to design what That looks like. And, you know, for a long time, you know, with my business, I I just went through or I'm coming out of a season of masculinity in my business. The last eight months I've been running, I would say 90% on masculine energy in my Mm -hmm. business. And there are people out there who say, oh, you shouldn't be running your business that way. Oh, as a woman, you're going to run into this. And I'm like, dude, look, I have had adrenal fatigue. I've been there. I've done that. But I also understand that there's seasons in yeah. my life. And I was going through a season of masculine energy. And that's not mm-hmm. wrong. In fact, I was able to give birth to so many different things during that season. And now I'm coming into my season of feminine Mm -hmm. energy and it feels good. But this is what works for me. If I had obsessed over what people were Mm -hmm. telling me or unsolicited Mm -hmm. advice, it would have completely thrown Mm -hmm. me off, you know, and and Mm we judge ourselves. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. wrong because this person is saying this is the way you need to do it. And it's not. Absolutely.
1: You know, it's so funny you say that this industry is full of, judgy mcjudgersons i totally agree with you (laughs) and it it all comes down to it all comes down you know i like the whole like fraud complex is like such a real deal in our industry. Cause I think there's this idea Mm -hmm. that if you're coaching and you're spreading this message that you have to be quote unquote perfect, whatever that means. And so, so so like we are innately judging ourselves for not being everything that we want ourselves to be there for, because of that, what happens when we judge ourselves, we start projecting that shit. Right. So it's like, I'm going to judge this person and this person. I'm like, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. And it's so great that we can just Mm -hmm. like, let's just stay in our own lanes let's just do what feels best for us and let's just like go of everything else, mm-hmm. you know? Cause we, cause like getting caught up and, and like, I know like a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs. Like I know in the, on- and I, I get this so much. It's like, Oh, what are they doing? How many followers do they have? What are they, what, what's their funnel like? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And it's like, Hey, why don't we just like do yeah. what feels best for us? Because that we're, we'll, we're always going to win that way. It removes the noise. It removes the, the uh, fear of missing out. It removes all of that. And it, it, if we can just muster up enough courage to understand that like our body is always guiding us and we can have the courage to follow it and trust the intuitive intelligence that, it, that we are being guided in the, in the right direction, it will make everything so much easier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's that trust and awareness within ourselves to develop that is the biggest gift that you can give yeah. yourself. Learning to tune into you is the biggest gift you can give yourself because in this entrepreneurial industry there are a lot of people saying a lot of shit you know there's a lot of bullshit being thrown around and some of it works and some of it doesn't but you've got to find your jam and the only way to find your jam is by tuning into That's your like shit that. like you've mm-hmm. got to understand what your your body your soul your mind what all of it mm-hmm. is telling you and and just detach yes. from what others yeah. are saying you know so sam do you have any tips for our listeners to help them really tune in to Mm. their soul?
1: You know, this whole piece we were talking about of like expansion and contraction, I always used to do like my pros and cons list of like what makes sense and what's logical and yada, yada, yada. And like, let me figure out the next 10 steps in front of me before I make my decision. And, the more i realize that if i just follow what excites me that is how my soul speaks to me right the the language of the soul is through sensation right and that sensation is either the expansion or the contraction and what's beautiful about that is then we get to allow life to be more of like a scavenger hunt of like i know the gold is there i know that i know the chocolate's there but like where is it let me lean into it let me figure it out let me let me watch how it's going to unfold and we have that like childlike excitement so feeling into a decision and going like oh my god yes that's what i need to do or get to do let me figure out how that's going to unfold versus or let me figure out why I'm being guided there versus being attached to what we want and forcing it to make it work. And so an example that's just really obvious for me is um, I moved down to San Diego this year and logically in my mind, that made no sense at all. Like it made no sense for me to leave Mm -hmm. my apartment, my family, everything in Vancouver. I was so situated in Vancouver. It really made no sense for me to sell everything and drive down here and live here. But over the course of the last eight months, as things have started to unfold, I've realized why that was such a good decision and why why that made mm. sense. And so it's really about making the decision based on the expansion in your body and then having that childlike curiosity for like, hmm, I wonder why this is going to all, all work out and start small, right? Like the way we we live from this place of being and of expansion is through starting small and creating like the trust cycles, right? Trust is like a muscle. So if, if we've, if we've only made Mm -hmm. logical decisions and we don't trust ourselves at all, it's going to be a process to like really build that up But start small, smart, start taking this, start making decisions based on seemingly insignificant things that you know, it doesn't really matter if it goes one way or the next and then just allow your body to guide and just ask Mm -hmm. yourself, should i do this or this like really feel into your body and feel into like that expansion or the contraction and then and then take the action without knowing the next thing right like just trust yourself no matter what the outcome you're going to be able to handle it and whether that's a quote unquote good or bad outcome it's the one that was divinely created for you to either learn from or or settle into whatever whatever it is and so it's 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 such a it just allows us to not compare ourselves, not second-guess ourselves, not self-sabotage, not judge ourselves, but just simply understand that we're not in control of this experience, you know, this human experience that we're all dancing in and thinking that we're all in control, you know, control's just an illusion. And the more that we think that we're in control, the more suffering we create. And so if we can just make decisions based mm-hmm. on our body and our felt sense, that's going to ultimately be the pathway to so much more ease and so much more alignment. Mm. Love that.
0: So Love that. So listeners, trust, yourself. trust, trust yourselves, yourselves. Yeah. just trust yourself, build that muscle, mm. do it, Some, and start Yeah, small, and right? Start to Something like, something
1: that I did when I first started doing this, because I I had an eating disorder for four years, and so in that experience, I was so disconnected from my body, I didn't trust myself at all, my mind made all of the decisions, I didn't even know I had an intuition, and so an exercise that I did, just to like feel what it felt like to feel into my body was like, ask myself a definite yes question and feel like the expansion in my body. So like, mm-hmm. is my name Sam? Do I live in San Diego? And then ask myself definite no questions just to feel the difference. Because I, I it was like my way of like mm-hmm. really, you know, um, awakening this part of me that I knew was there, but didn't really have access to because I was so up in my head constantly. So that's just a little practice for you guys to try once. You can try it now as you're listening. <laughs> Love it.
0: We love the right, practical tools right. here. So thank you mm. for that. Um, so Sam, we are at the end of the episode. And at the end of every episode, I love to offer our listeners a love punch, which is a bold and punchy mantra that will serve mm. them powerfully. So Sam, today it's your turn. What is your love punch for today's Everything episode?
1: is happening for me in perfect timing. That has saved me so much stress. Mm. <laughs> Just, yeah, realizing I that, like, that. no matter what is going on in your life, even if you get shot on, that's happening for us in perfect timing. There's a lesson there. And if we choose to look at the adversity or the pain as a catalyst for our growth and for our healing, we are going to become stronger, more integrated, more incredible human beings.
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Sam. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on Love Punch. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, for jamming Mm. with me today. It's been incredible and we need to hang out soon in real life. (laughs) I love that idea.
1: I miss your face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Love Punch where I'm challenging thought leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs like you to make a lasting impact. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend and hit subscribe and drop a review on iTunes to help me spread the word. Feel free to connect with me online. My handle is at IamRuby. And Sam, how can people stalk me online?
1: (laughs) You can stalk me at, so Hungry for Happiness, we're just Hungry for Happiness everywhere. Instagram, YouTubes, Facebook, Pinterest, all the things. And then my personal Instagram is at Samantha Skelly. So you can follow me on there too.
0: Awesome. I will have those in the show notes and I will see you all next week on the Love Punch Podcast.